resilient and so becoming more resilient to this uh, risk in the face of increasing uh, water scarcity. I'm going to begin with a brief introduction, then I'm going to present the case study where we have been doing our research, how we did the data collections and the methods applied for analysis, some of the preliminary results and some discussion and conclusions. Um, as you know, agriculture is highly dependent on climate, so uh, when there is a drought, it's going to be one of the most affected sectors. Um, droughts are responsible uh, for the greatest losses of agricultural production in many countries. And this work is going to be focused on irrigated agriculture in the UK. And despite the apparent lesser importance of irrigated agriculture in a humid climate, like we have here, uh, it is a highly productive use of water. To give you an idea, it has been estimated that the total financial benefits of irrigated agriculture in comparison to non-irrigated agriculture in a dry year <coughs> could be around uh, 250 million pounds, uh, talking about the benefits at the farm level, so you then have to add the benefits of the rest of the food supply chain. So it is quite an important uh, economic uh, sector in the UK. And as you can see here, the UK has been affected in the past by several drought episodes. Uh, this figure is showing the standard precipitation index, so the uh, climatic severity of, the pa of past drought events in the UK. This is uh, for a particular river basin in the Anglian region. And so as you can see here, 1976 is always remembered as, as the most severe drought in this country. But there has been a lot uh, of other periods with uh, extreme dry conditions that have affected agriculture and also has been happening at the same time as the uh, um, crop cycle of the most important crops in the country leading to uh, important uh, economic impacts. So uh, we want to believe that after being affected by all these droughts in the recent years, farmers have been uh, applying some strategies in their fields in order to become more resilient to droughts. So the, the research question is, are farmers in the UK becoming more resilient to droughts? In order to answer this question, we have selected uh, as a case study the Anglian region, which is the most productive uh, agricultural region in the country, and is also where, where irrigated agriculture is mostly concentrated. It is also the driest part of the country with an average precipitation of 600 millimeters. And as Christina was explaining before, uh, the Environment Agency is the institution in charge of managing water extraction licenses. <coughs> and an important um, aspect of the drought management of the Environment Agency is that it has the power of imposing uh, restrictions to spray irrigation during a drought period and this is going to have important consequences in the water availability for agriculture when there is a drought. So in order to get a better understanding of uh, what are the impacts of droughts in the UK irrigated agriculture and how farmers deal with this natural hazard, uh, we did some primary data collection. We started with an online survey that was sent to all the UK irrigators association members and we got from that survey some uh, basic information about how farmers deal with droughts, the main strategies that they normally use, what were the impacts of previous droughts. And from those uh, farmers participated in the survey, 
uh, we did some face-to-face -face interviews in order to get a deeper understanding of the risk perception, uh, what were the impacts of past droughts, uh, what they deal with drought, and what are, what is the, how is the decision process, uh, what areas they believe should be improved in drought management in order to face future risks, and if they believe that, uh, that climate change and other factors are going to increase the probability of droughts in the future. Also, it's important to take into account the point of view of the regulators. So we also did uh, some interviews with drought manage managers in the region in order to get a deeper understanding of the management actions and how, how and when they apply abstraction restrictions. As I showed you before, we, um, we use uh, standard precipitation index data from the CEH uh, drought portal in order to understand the climatic severity of the droughts that is going to affect the water availability for farmers. So now I'm going to start talking a little bit about what we got from the interviews. Um, when we did these interviews with farmers, uh, they talked about uh, what is drought for them, what is the risk and uh, for their business. So as you can see here, they tend to talk about droughts in a different ways, and this is quite interesting. So some of them talk about droughts as something related to rainfall patterns. There are other farmers talking about droughts in terms of the risk. So one year in five, uh, the rainfall uh, is going to be below a certain level, so I'm going to start having problems. Also, other farmers said that water scarcity is whenever there is a drought and the other way around, because what it is is a risk for the business. And also some farmers in this uh, particular region and when their farms uh, are on sandy soils, they said that they don't talk about uh, drought that much because they have to, uh, to manage water so actively anyway. Also they talk about droughts, um, about when they are starting to have problems and it's important to remember that each drought is going to have different impacts depending on the farm because each farm is going to have different uh, management uh, strategies and also the water resources available for them are going to be different. So for example, a period of three weeks without rain could be a very big problem for a farmer, whereas another farmer can cope perfectly well with that and maybe will have more problems if they don't have uh, rain for six weeks, from six weeks uh, between May and June. So there are many different ways of looking at drought as a risk for the business. We asked them about how they, they rate droughts as a risk for the business, so no, a no important risk or a very important risk. As you can see here, most farmers think of drought as a really important risk for the business, but there are some of them that said that it's not a very important risk. Those that are saying that it's not very important are farmers that have enough headroom in their license, so uh, yeah, normally they have plenty of water, so it's not something that um, really scares them. And also farmers that uh, didn't suffer any extraction restriction in the past, so they can irrigate uh, the crops during a drought without uh, a lot of problems. Uh, one farmer said that the, this uh, rate of the importance of drought is going to depend on the drought itself, so the length of the drought. So if the drought is... Uh, for example, this particular farmer was saying that he can cope with a drought of 12 months, with a 12-month drought with a seven. But if the drought uh, continues in time, the, he can start getting more and more problems, so he, the rate could be around 10. 
And we also asked them about if they believe that uh, droughts is going to become a, a greater risk in the future. And more than 73 of them uh, said that uh, they believe that uh, droughts are becoming more likely in the coming future in the UK. We also uh, asked them about abstraction restrictions. So this graph is showing if they have been impacted by abstraction restrictions in the past. And the most important thing about, about this graph is that farmers have, uh, well, the way farmers face drought uh, has changed in the last drought in 2010 and 2012 in comparison with previous droughts. So in the last drought, they decided to, to go for voluntary restrictions in order to avoid future uh, mandatory restrictions or bans. So they create this partnership of working together and try to avoid future restrictions. Um, it's also important to remember that uh, abstraction restrictions are normally applied to surface water. So those farmers that are abstracting water from, the, from groundwater are, uh, are not uh, that much affected by abstraction restrictions. Uh, we asked them also about uh, the impact level of past droughts in the, in the region. And as you can see here, there is like a positive trend showing that the level of impact has been decreased over time. Um, so I'm going to focus now in the 1976 and the 2010-2012 droughts, that they are the biggest droughts in the country. Uh, as I showed you before, although 1976 is remembered as the most severe drought, the 2010 and 2012 was a multi-year drought and uh, there were some extreme dry episodes there. And it's important to see how farmers talk about these uh, particular two drought uh, episodes because in the 1976, they remember it that they were not so well prepared, <coughs> irrigation was not a big uh, issue at that time, and they were not organized for dealing with such a drought period. A drought event, sorry. But in the 2010-2012 drought, uh, they were um, talking in a more positive way uh, about how they manage the situation, how they have uh, sufficient information and warning from the environment agency. So it seems to have uh, the management to have improved over time. Also, we asked them about the drought management strategies that they apply when there is a drought. And we distinguish be between short-term or coping strategies that are being applied when, there is a, when the drought is happening and long-term strategies or more strategic planning that is uh, a strategies applied at, uh, at the farm um, in order to reduce the risk of future events. Uh, as you can see here, most of them uh, normally take into account wa what is the water resources uh, availability and then they implement different actions here are the most popular ones, like uh, changing the way they irrigate. They can irrigate at night. They can irrigate to the few full uh, irrigation schedule. Uh, they can try to, uh, to work with the water extraction groups and negotiate with the environment agency. And the most important thing when deciding wh what to do uh, when there is a drought is depending on the priorities of the crops. So which are the crops that are more sensitive to droughts or the ones that uh, is going to give them more uh, financial benefits. And also, if they have some commitme commitments with supermarkets or processors, these crops are going to, uh, to have priority. Uh, talking about long-term actions, uh, we asked them about recent changes in their, in their farms, and it's uh, almost 80% uh, of them 
said that they have uh, implemented uh, new strategies in their farms in order to the reduce their risk. The most important one is uh, investment in alternative water sources to reduce the risk, and this is mostly related to the building of uh, on-farm reservoirs. And there, there is a recent study from the National Farmers Union in two uh, catchments in the Anglian region that shows the importance of on-farm reservoirs uh, for dealing with droughts. And here you have uh, the number of respondents in the Lark and the YC Basin uh, that has uh, this number of reservoirs. And as you can see here, uh, it's very frequent in that region to have reservoirs, even more than one or two. So this is a very important strategy that is being applied, although it's a very expensive uh, management action, so maybe not all farmers can afford uh, to build an on-farm reservoir. As I said before, it's important to know the point of view of the regulator. So um, it's good to know that farmers are seeing that the environment agency in this particular region, it, cha it changed the way they manage droughts, so now they are more proactive, as soon as they see that uh, drought is uh, starting and problems are uh, happening, they are meeting with farmers or farmer representatives and trying to see what are their problems and how they can help. They are giving more information and more engagement. Uh, also, as Christina mentioned, there is uh, drought management plans that should be um, in place in all the river basins with the main management actions and the triggers for that. Also, the environment agency, when there is a drought, uh, starts and set a national drought group uh, in order to discuss the main actions that they are going to apply. And within this national drought group, there is a particular uh, section related to, uh, to the agricultural sector. Also, uh, we ask uh, the drought managers about how they apply abstraction restrictions and what are the triggers, because although in the drought management plan, there are some uh, uh, information about this. It's not always easy to see if there are specific triggers or how they make those, those decisions. Uh, but farmers know that when the river flows are low, they are going to have uh, restrictions. And so, yeah, these are some examples of what they say during the interviews to show that they, uh, they see that uh, the environment agency is becoming uh, better in the way they manage droughts in this region. But also they said that maybe this is something uh, specific from the Anglian region, and maybe farmers in other regions are not that happy with the way the environment agency are, is managing droughts. And I want to end uh, the results section with this uh, figure that is showing how important it is uh, to have an integrated uh, management of droughts. Uh, because it's not important what is happening only at the farm level, but also how farmers get together and, for example, in water abstraction groups in order to negotiate with the regulator and how the regulator gives information to them and try to, uh, to engage with, uh, with farmers. And this uh, scheme is not only important for the UK, but also for other countries uh, facing similar drought problems. So irrigated agriculture has made many changes in the past decades in order to become more efficient, more coordinated, and more resilient to droughts. However, uh, there are still some things that farmers think uh, they that need to be improved. For example, a more col collaborative management of water resources. They believe that farmer, the farming sector should have a more central role in water resources management. 
Also, they would like to have better forecasting of water availability and restrictions in order to plan uh, for the cropping season. Uh, more flexibility in the way water can be accessed and some of them talk about water trading that is something that is not happening now uh, because of the barriers to trade. Also, um, regarding Section 57, um, they believe that the impacts of droughts should be shared across sectors, so <coughs> not only the agricultural sector should be the one restricted when there is a drought. Um, and also, these restrictions are related to the environmental impacts of droughts, but they claim that there is no real evidence of the actual environmental impacts of abstraction, so they would like to, to know more about it. So to conclude, uh, I saw you droughts have severely impacted irrigated agriculture in the UK, but it seems that the level of impacts had decreased over time. Uh, irrigators in the Anglian region seem to have been adapted their business and they are willing to continue with this adaptation in order to reduce risks in the future. We have seen some collective, collective action, uh, so a lot of uh, water abstraction groups were, create, were created after some of the drought episodes uh, in this region, and uh, some of them talk about them as the main, um, is, well, the main group that they go when, when there is a drought in order to get information to see um, what they can do, what are the options. Uh, the regulator has adopted an improved dot management. They are, they are now more engaged with farmers, so that is good. And also uh, the partnership that farmers, the attitude of farmers of working together trying to avoid future restrictions it's also uh, very important. Thank you very much.